0: Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
1: We begin with reaction to a Yankee playoff baseball. And yes, I am in awfully good spirits. I am in a very good mood because we've wondered for a long period now who exactly the 2020 New York Yankees are. Listen. One game does not necessarily mean now all of a sudden this team is winning a world championship, that all of their problems are fixed, and that you can just go about your merry way and get ready for you know, late October and the Yankees and the Dodgers. No, there is still a long, long way to go, including one more game against the Cleveland Indians. But what the Yankees did on Tuesday night is remind you of when they're right, when they're clicking, when they're humming, how dangerous a baseball team this may be. Because in their playoff opener, folks, you honestly could not have drawn it up any better. Any better. What element would you change if I told you 24 hours ago that this would be the end result, the Yankees going to Cleveland and winning by the score of 12-3, to you would have jumped at it. But it's not just about the team result. The individual efforts, starting, of course, with Garrett Cole. We're exemplary. And this is why, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, when we had conversations back in wintertime, it was such a no-brainer to me. Tuesday night was exactly why you go and give Garrett Cole $300-plus And it's funny, you know, I debated on the air, you know, on a golf course and via some text messages and whatnot from Yankee fans saying, well, do you hold your best starter back? With this three game format. And I was always of the mindset. To hell with that. This is why you pay Garrett Cole. 300 million dollars. So when the Cleveland Indians have. Shane Bieber. Who was the best pitcher in the American League. Best pitcher in all baseball this year. He's going to win the 2020 American League Cy Young Award. You have a guy. Who can go match up with him. Well on Tuesday night. And I get it. They're facing two totally different lineups. There was no comparison on Tuesday night. Garrett Cole was electric. Absolutely electric. Seven innings of two-run baseball. Striking out 13 in his Yankee playoff debut. It's been a long time coming for a Yankee starter to go and strike out double digits in a playoff game. You're going back to Hiroki Kuroda in 2012 against the Tigers. You remember that great start A-Rod was talking about in the broadcast when he was a member of the Seattle Mariners and Roger Clemens in Game 4 at Safeco Field threw a one-hitter. They struck out, I think, 14 or 15. You have been craving, you have been dying for that sort of performance as a Yankee fan. That is ace-like stuff. That is dominant-type stuff. And the one jam that Garrett Cole ran into after Jose Ramirez hit a double down the line he just totally intimidated, fooled, humiliated Carlos Santana in striking him out with runners on second and third. That was like his, yeah, I got this type of moment. Cole was as good as advertised. That's why you bring him in. That's why it's worth every penny giving him $300 million because you don't have a guy in the starting rotation who could do that. And I love Tanaka. He does not have that same sort of stuff. So for anybody who was wondering about Garrett Cole, and I remember those conversations, when he was going through that three-game rough patch, said point blank has got to be better, but the numbers in Houston indicated they were exactly where they were at that point in 2019. Well, I think we have seen Garrett Cole take off, and he's A-okay. But I expected Cole to go out and do his thing. My concern going into this series was about the Yankee lineup and whether or not they're going to show up. Because we've seen it far too many times throughout this regular season where Yankees did not perform offensively. They did not do the job. And how are they going to handle taking on the great Shane Bieber? They set such a tone right out of the gate in this game. Four pitches in. LeMayu, your table setter, boom. Base hit opposite field. And then to see Aaron Judge, who, let's be fair, has not looked great since he's come off the injured list. Did not look like the Aaron Judge we saw, you know, right out of the outset of this year, which was, you know, July and August when he was mashing everybody. To see Judge, boom. Apple taco, bomb. 2-0 right out of the gate. You knew it was going to be a big day for the Yankee offense. So, well, you and Judge were able to set that tone. Then you get to the decision that Aaron Boone made. And this way, we got to give Aaron Boone some credit. Listen, I did my fair share of ragging on the Yankee manager throughout the year. But I got to give credit where credit is due. He took a beating on social media and... I'm waving my hand right now because I didn't necessarily agree with the move as well for starting Brett Gardner over Quinn Frazier. That was his call. Gardner hot over the last week. Frazier cooling off a little bit. And I had a feeling Gardy was going to get this start because when they faced off against the Indians last year, Brett Gardner hit a home run against Shane Bieber. Small sample size, But Gardner's hot. He's left-handed. Hit a homer against Bieber. I said, you know what, game one, I think he might be in the lineup. Aaron Boone played that hunch. And it was a really good hunch. Because Gardner scores two runs. He gets three hits. He gets the RBI double off the wall. He hits a home run over the fence to dead center field. And I'll save you the argument and the debate and the conversation right now. Brent is going to be in the lineup in game two. He's going to be in the lineup. And this is not some referendum on Quinn Frazier. You guys know I've come full circle on Quinn Frazier. I think he's part of the Yankee Foundation future. And you hope at some point in this postseason he's going to play a pivotal role. Because if you get past Cleveland and you're looking ahead and you don't want to be doing that quite yet. Because there is another game to win on Wednesday. Or maybe on Thursday. I hope not on Thursday. For my sanity, for my you know, blood pressure, for stress levels, all that stuff. I, I don't need a game on Thursday night. I'd rather be on the air 6 to 10 at night. Uh, let's make that a reality, okay? But if you end up facing the Tampa Bay Rays in the postseason, Cliff Frazier's going to play. Because when they can run out Blake Snell, maybe in two of those games, you're not going to play a Brett corner. Sometimes you've got to play that hunch if you're a manager. Gordy's playing a ton of big games. you think about one of his greatest moments in the Yankee uniform. It came in this exact stadium, the old Jacobs Field, Progressive Field, whatever the hell they're calling it these days. I don't even know. I can't keep track of the sponsorships. I'm not a Don Draper and Mad Men, which I'm watching, by the way. It's stupendous stuff. Stupendous. But anyway, Gardner's at bat against Cody Allen. Grinding out, fouling off whole lot of tough pitches. That's Gardner in a nutshell. Is he the player he was at his Yankee peak? No. But he's hot right now. You're going to ride that if you're Aaron Boone. So I think for game two, Brett Gardner made his case in game one. For at least another night, Skip, I got to be in the lineup. Let's get to another guy who to me in so many ways is imperative if the Yankees are going to get to and win a World Series. That's Gleyber Torres. Because, let's be fair, beginning of this year, I was talking up Gleyber Torres as the best player on this team. He had a terrible regular season. For his standard, he had a terrible regular season. Not only at the plate, but in the field as well, where he was a wreck at shortstop. Booting balls, Metal lapses. Didn't play well. And as I'm watching this game and i am got you know all sorts of nervous energy. It's a best of three series. Yankees did not play great over the final week of the year. I was nervous. I'm not going to lie. My run, I was nervous. Watching the other games, I was nervous. I, I had a whole lot of nervous energy going on. Then I'm watching... The broadcast, and they go to you know Vasquez and Arod, and Arod mentions and goes out of his way talking about Gleyber Torres turning the page. I talk to him, you know, Arod name dropping like crazy. What else is no? And I'm ready to be a new Gleyber, new season, new Gleyber. I think was his line. Maybe I screwed it up, but it doesn't matter. Well, kicking off this postseason, you know what I saw? The Gleyber Torres who had that big game against the Astros last year in Game One. Or the Gleyber Torres that wrecked the Minnesota Twins. Or the Gleyber Torres that wrecked just about everybody throughout last year. Gives you a 4-for-4 four four day. Three RBIs. Three runs scored. Hits a home run. The Yankees will need that version of Gleyber. Because he's a star. You look at this lineup. Gleyber Torres is hitting 7th. And that's where he should be with the way he's performed this year. Urshela has been better. Voight has been better because of the way Aaron Higgs gets on base. And even though he didn't have a hit, walks twice. So what happens? He scores a couple of runs. I'm okay with Booney having Gleyber down in that seventh spot. But that's the sort of dangerous player you are getting. And I think it's the sort of dangerous player the Yankees are going to need in this Cleveland series. Moving forward if they're lucky enough to do so in this postseason. They're going to need Gleyber Torres to be great. He's capable. No doubt he's capable. And you hope that game one for him and for this team is kind of a launch point. We talked about this with a 60-game regular season. With the way this season shook out, in many ways you can toss a lot of it out the window if you play well in the postseason. It's not the norm, you know, of watching 162 and having a lot of this stuff marinate. They are unpredictable results. And we see, you know, postseasons year after year after year. We already got a couple of results that were surprising. And I bet you we're going to have more results later on today, tomorrow. I mean, the fact that we have like eight playoff games to watch. The fact that I can get up and watch Bauer who you know I'm invested in with the Reds at high noon and then watch baseball games until we're getting ready to do a show at 1 o'clock in the morning, that is awesome. I mean, unfortunately, it's probably going to drive my girlfriend a drink, but hey, you know, that's the way it goes. Wall-to-wall baseball, as they say. And I'm going to have to set like four screens up like it's football Sunday because it's like at 12 and 1 and 2 and baseball's got no choice. They have no other way to do this. But it's going to lead to some craziness. From a Yankee standpoint, you don't want any more craziness. You want to make a statement here. This Equivalent Cleveland Indian team that we know has terrific starting pitching. And they are still going to run two very good starters out there over the next two nights. That's why I'm not gloating, celebrating, getting all giddy for this series. No, they got one more game to win. They got to beat Carlos Carrasco Wednesday night. Because if you lose that game Wednesday, then all of a sudden it's, who knows? Jay Happ, Davey Garcia, against a very talented youngster in Zach Blesak, who has been very, very impressive. You don't want to get to that point. You want to find your way into that San Diego bubble with hopefully a date with the Tampa Bay Rays. If this is the Yankee team, that we're going to see over the next few weeks, Yankee fans are going to be very, very happy. Because this was the team that I dreamed about on all of those miserable, lonely, sportsless type of nights. I'm sure you guys and gals remember those nights like it was yesterday. I do. Probably took a few years off of my life, but remember them well. You dreamed of seeing a complete Yankee lineup go out and mash. You dreamed of Garrett Cole dominating his first Yankee playoff start, throwing up double-digit strikeouts. That looked like the team I wanted to see all year. And hopefully it's a team I'm going to see a lot more of in the weeks ahead.
0: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.